0: Hi, I'm Kim Rickards, professional superglue and co-creator of Manifest. Manifest is a global platform with a vision to empower professionals of color to make connections and build intentional community to manifest careers, dreams and goals. In this podcast, we will nurture, inspire, connect and elevate our listeners through relevant stories and conversations. Now, let's Manifest. Manifest. Hi everyone. So today we have a pretty special dope lady that's joining us and during this conversation, which I'm super excited about, we're going to chat about a few things, but mostly we're going to talk about whether or not we're there yet and wherever there may be for you, you're probably going to relate to this podcast. So Adelaide, why don't you introduce yourself to the Manifest audience?
1: Hi guys. So my name is Lady Adelaide, but for the most part, I just go by Adelaide. I am a, well, I'm all over the place, but ultimately I'm a creative <laughs> entrepreneur. This May Gemini over here where, you okay. know, as you know, the Gemini, the Gemini brain. Um, That's right. so right now my foundation is myladyadelaide.com in which I'm the founder and creative director it's a multicultural platform and mission in which I started in July of 2018 and I use it to celebrate uplift and encourage people to go out into the world and live their best lives my main focus is definitely beauty travel motivation and mostly my mission my passion is dedicated to showing and creating inspiring visual editorial content that uplifts and promotes people of color specifically those with darker complexions so really utilizing my platform myself to really build up people of color, specifically those with darker complexions, and also addressing colorism full on. Well That's- that
0: was awesome. <laughs> let's just take a pause and shout out to all of the beautiful dark skinned men and women because yes, <laughs> we, focus- <laughs> I was like, we focus we focus a lot on light skin is coming back or light skin is back. So let's just yeah. talk about the dark skin honeys. Okay. So absolutely. Yes. I am glad that you are doing this. And you know, one of the things that you just said was that you started this in twenty eighteen. But I almost feel like it probably sorry was a part of who you were and your makeup for years before that, right? Like twenty eighteen may have been like launch, but I feel like this is just who you are. Oh
1: absolutely. I am speaking as a black woman with a dark complexion so this has definitely been all of my life's journey for the most part I think that I definitely to say that I would have created this platform based off of me based off of my skin complexion if you would have told me that this would be my story five years ago I would not have believed you So, oh, absolutely. It's funny because, you know, as far as the concept, so I I lived in New York for about five years. And during my entire time in New York, I worked for a a really good company, but it was my first full-time job and I was working in a cubicle. And that was my first taste of just cubicle life. And I just remember despising it. I felt as if it was sucking my soul dry. And I remember... Getting to a point four years later where I said, this is not for me. I want to own my time. I want to monetize my life. So that was my why. I wanted to monetize my life. I had no idea what that looked like, what monetizing my life looked like. And I had no idea that it would involve my skin tone. That was probably... Mm. Me never ever anything that I would have considered as far as part of monetizing and being able to own my time and really tapping into my passions and all of that. So, you know, it really just started off with, you know what, I'm just going to blog. So I learned that the bloggers, you know, they're over here making coins and they're, they're sitting at home (laughs) They making coins and, and right. so guess what? They're able to work from wherever they want to because all they need is a Wi-Fi connection. And you know, so I said, Oh, I'm gonna be part of this life. So I said, I'm gonna create a blog. And on my 30th birthday, 2017, so I still was figuring things out. I remember I was working you know, the power of manifestation, you know, I love manifestation. So I was working this job that I literally manifested every single part of it. And I remember hating it. And I felt so bad because I said, like, this is my dream job. I literally manifested everything, every aspect of where I'm at. And ultimately, once again, I knew that I wanted to monetize my life. I knew I wanted to blog, but I had no idea what that looked like or what that consisted of. I just knew that right now. I had a lot more flexibility because I was working remotely and I was working this great job, but I hated it. And I wanted to still own my time. And I had this really awesome conversation with a good close friend of mine. And she said, your passion lies in what do people come to you for? So think about, like, what do people come to you specifically for? So I got off the phone and I started writing some things down. Like, what do people come to me for? What are some special things about me that attract people on a daily basis? And so one of the things was, when a part of blogging is also just taking pictures, creating content. So I started doing that. I said, I'm going to have my first photo shoot. And so that kind of led into, oh, well, you know, my melanin. People come to me about my melanin. The thing that I at one point despise is literally the thing that is going to help me to motivate a larger group of people and also to put me in the place and also help to execute my why and bring that to the surface. So that's kind of how like a really good synopsis as to what led me up into the creation and of, you know, by ladyadelaide.com in 2018. But it definitely was different levels. And mm-hmm. then eventually like, oh, well, it is going to be this one thing that, you know, I never thought would push me into the direction that I wanted to go in. But I also just believe that's just that's just how life goes, you know. So, yeah, girl.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And I think like this is uh, for me, this is a really good way to pivot into the next thing that I was going to ask you, because we have to be really open to life. We have to be so mm-hmm. flexible even during the manifestation process, right? So what was one of the biggest lessons you learned when you did manifest that dream job and hated it? Like no one ever Ooh. talks about that side of Ooh. manifestation. You Man. know, no one talks about that.
1: listen, listen. You know what? And that is such a good question because one of the things I learned <laughs> I would say two things. The first one I learned is actually I wasn't as, I was specific, but I wasn't as specific as I needed to be. I definitely left some things open and I also didn't align it with what I wanted to pursue as far as my life's goals. So, I didn't align it with my purpose and I also was not as specific. So one of the things in that job, one of the things was my boss was a terror. She was, honestly, I've never encountered a human being like that and known them. And so and that it was like, oh, well, Adelaide, you manifested working remotely, working with a specific brand, doing a specific job, making a specific amount of money. I manifested the type of uh, the exact apartment, how I was gonna look, literally moved into this apartment, the exact apartment that I knew I was gonna move into, down to the breakfast bar or whatever it is in the middle of the kitchen. But I forgot, you know, one of the most important things I had left a job in New York, in which I had the most amazing bosses, the most amazing managers. And I think a part of it was not showing gratitude to that because I don't like to say, oh, well, it's hard to come across good managers because then I'm putting that out there. It's not hard. It is just showing appreciation for those that are in your life. And I don't think that I, I just showed gratitude to that part of my life. And I also Mm -hmm. did not plant that seed. It wasn't on my list. Having a great manager that I trusted, that you know, uh, I was able to effectively communicate with and all these other good things that I had experienced, I did not put that on the list. So it was like the universe was like, oh, well, I'm gonna give you all of this. But then this at the end of the day, which is one of the most important things that should have been on the list, I'm gonna hit you with this. But at the same time, it also was, I don't want you to get comfortable because this is not the end of your journey. It's just another part. So I don't want you to get comfortable and get caught up in, you know, hey, I got this great job, this great manager, and I'm not going to make any movement because why should I move anywhere, right? Why should I, you know, I'm comfortable. And as we know, like things do not grow in your comfort zones. You have to be uncomfortable. Never grow in your comfort zones. And honestly, that was the best thing for me having that managerial experience amongst little other things because it literally pushed me out of our comfort. So I was so uncomfortable. And that's ultimately what I needed in order to really start with my brands. And ultimately with that job, I actually ended up getting lineups well, choosing. Like they were going through layoffs, and basically I end up choosing basically to get laid off and that's when I will never forget my home girl was like my home girl stated now the chair has been pulled from underneath you now it's go time so
0: we need friends like that to keep it very real with us because let me tell you sometimes we need that chair pulled from under us so that we can go because I'll tell you this, sometimes for a lot of people, although they may be in that uncomfortable space, they will stay there in the uncomfortable space because they are afraid of what it looks like to not be somewhere where they have some form of support and protection. So although the uncomfortable space may be driving them crazy, some -hmm. people are so like wrapped up by fear that they're like, at least I'm getting a steady check here you know at least Uh I'm getting benefits here or whatever their comfort in the discomfort may be and they'll stay but you had a friend (laughs) that was like uh, (laughs) friends that were like absolutely absolutely not and you know what as we're we're going into this so seems like you and I can relate in that story because I actually had a manager that was not so great and you know Mm. what Let's pause. Let me show gratitude to the great managers that I have had. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Mr. Henry Price at LinkedIn, one of the best managers ever. And one of the things that I realized after leaving LinkedIn the first time was that everyone is not going to be such a understanding person. Everyone's not going to be compassionate. Everyone Uh is not going to take the time to get to know you. So you're right. You do Uh have to show gratitude for those really great managers when you are in the process of manifesting something even greater, right? Like you have to be appreciative of where we're coming from. But Uh one of the things that I did want to talk about was how do you actually mitigate when you're going through these changes, right? So you've had the good, you've had the bad, you're Uh still finding your way, but you don't feel motivated. So now you've gotten Uh that chair pulled from under you and you're like, it's go time and you have all this fire and you're running. And then you just stop. (laughs) Like, how (laughs) do you find the motivation? Or I should say, what did you find to be one of the motivation sources or were there many? Like, how did you get through that because it happens to every new entrepreneur. Like we're not going to pretend Absolutely. it doesn't happen. Girl, every day, every day. Exactly. <laughs> so who or what was some of the things that pushed you through that tough place? Because it can be tough.
1: Oh my God. Absolutely. Oh, many things, Ooh, many things. Child. Um, How long do we have? Let's see. Okay.
0: <laughs> Go ahead, girl. Go off.
1: <laughs> So I would say that, you know, I have trusted my journey. I have trusted that nothing is going to happen overnight. And I know that it's part of the universe's plan for my life. So, and I know that it's going to take time. I know that. So I've accepted that. I've accepted that, you know, as far as overnight successes, like that is not going to be my story. Like there are going to be plenty of ups and downs because I feel like that's a lot of entrepreneur stories that, you know, oftentimes, unfortunately, we live in this age where, you know, it's Instagram and all these things and you're just seeing the pretty parts of it. You're seeing the pretty parts or even the stories that are being shared. No one is really truly being vulnerable and being real. Some are, don't get me wrong.
0: Some are, some are. Some are, some
1: are, are. some Some are, are. some are. Definitely some are. You just have to make sure you just align with whatever story resonates with you. But I will say that it's just, I've accepted that it was part of the journey. When there are just times when I (laughs) literally feel just... Like, what am I doing? Things are not moving. I'm spending more money than I'm bringing in. And also, I'm not going to lie, there's some, it's gotten better. But a lot of what I do is, you know, I use social media to be able to obviously advertise my work and to create the representation that still doesn't exist for people, mostly women with darker complexions. So sometimes being on social media, you can get caught up in, oh, well, so-and-so's doing this, look at them. Like people's posting their sales, look at them and their event turnout. So, that in addition to you, you know, you're not really moving how you want to move and you're trusting the journey, but still. So, I'm a big fan of resting. I think that you taking the time to gather yourself, you taking the time to maybe watch some 90 Day Fiance and yeah. rest and rest is part of the process. You taking the time to kind of fill up your cup in other ways, you know, you're you're probably passionate about what you're doing, but sometimes you just need to fill up and just be happy in other ways. And it might just be taking that one day or that two days, just take a break and honoring that part of the process is filling up your cup. And however you fill up your cup, that is what is going to help you to move forward in whatever you're doing. So it might be a day where I go to brunch and I have my unlimited mimosas and I have my follow my people and I done filled up my cup because I had me a good brunch, good unlimited mimosas around good people with good conversation. And all of a sudden I'm filled up and I'm like, okay, like back at it. You know, back, at so it. Mm-hmm. back at it, you know? So that also just finding your happiness, like whatever it is that, you know, you just might need to take a break, recalibrate and get back at it. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you are not propelling forward. I think people need to understand that as long as you are taking care of and filling up you, your spirit, that is what's going to allow you to propel forward. And I think that also people, another thing is honoring the small steps as still moving forward. A step, no matter how big or small it is, is still Moving forward. So, people think that they have to do these grandeur things in order to accomplish their goals or to, you know, build up their brand. But it might be as small as listen, I drafted up this email and I sent it out. And it's still a step forward. So, honoring those steps forward, not everything has to be this grandeur event. Something as small as I did research, I did research on a photo shoot because at the end of the day, once again, people do not see the behind the scenes. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. Never. A lot of people do not realize. They just see the finished product. And it's Mm -hmm. like, do you know how many meetings, how many calls, how many, you know, no responses, how many no's that I had to go through? And I think that's another thing quickly to talk about because a lot of times, you know, you're going to get no's. That's one thing. I've had really good mentors. Mia Ray, I actually absolutely love her. I've had the honor of having her as one of my business mentors. And she said, you have to get used to the no's, that it's part of the process. And as you, and once I realized that because I started getting no's, and my thing about it was that I'd rather get a no because you read my email, you read my proposal. I'd rather get a no than a no response. That's how I see it. Any day. Any day. Because you saw, like you saw me, you saw me. You took the time to actually reply to me,
0: Right, you know, that.
1: and just acknowledging my work. And I know that as the no's come along, there's going to be a yes that's always bigger and better. So just acknowledging that it's just part of the process mm-hmm. and taking the time to just fill up your cup, however that means, and just acknowledging that that's part of the process as well. And just knowing that at the end of the day, sometimes it can be hard to... Think positively, but you have to train your brain to know that and to speak love and light and success into your life. You have to be able to surrender. That's one thing I've had to learn to surrender and mm-hmm. know that things are going to happen. Like I know I'm gonna be successful. I know, I know what my version of success looks like, and I know it's gonna happen. And all of this is just gonna be my story to tell. So. Right.
0: Well, you know, this is the reality of it, too, is that everyone has a story to tell. And, you know, you talked about the watching of others on Instagram and that comparison, mm-hmm. how it how it can kind of creep in. And, you know, we don't necessarily know all the steps that are going into someone else's (laughs) journey but we're looking at that and we're seeing like well they seem to be further ahead but again Uh they could have probably gotten a thousand no emails and the picture that we're seeing is their celebration of that one email that said Uh yes right like we don't Uh fully always know which is why as beautiful as social media is especially instagram those grids are beautiful when you open your Uh app and you start roll in and they can be quite inspirational, but we have to learn how to consume in moderation because we also know that everything that we are seeing is a story Uh that's that the person who posted it wants to tell us. So whether Uh that story is, you know, a happy picture or a not so happy picture, we just have to be mindful of not knowing the full intention behind it and not get consumed by it to compare ourselves. That's the one thing I will say, but, you know, honoring the small steps, that's a huge thing for me. And I'm glad you said that because I do feel like new entrepreneurs, as well as those that have been In business successfully for years or unsuccessfully for years, right? I do feel that, you know, it's something that they all say honor those small steps because there are going to be those really, really big moments, but it's the little moments that we don't always give credit to. We don't always think about starting the business. You know, the feeling of joy when you see that first blog post go out or when you created Uh the corp or the s corp or the llc whatever Uh it may have been like those are the steps i think that we do have to just you know take time to just be in those moments and be like you know what i'm happy that at least it moved from my brain and from conversation (sighs) into an actual Right. So I'm Mm -hmm. glad you touched on that really quickly. And then, you know, let's talk about some of the cool things that are going on in your life right now, because as much as you know, you have been grinding and you're doing all these great things and using beauty, you talked about that a lot. But let's talk about that travel and motivation piece, because oh. ooh, you've been around the world and I, yeah yeah you're not just sitting <laughs> around. <laughs> Girl, As you you're know. Not just, <laughs> you're not just sitting around, right? So oh, we, we no. don't want paint, to paint the picture that Adelaide is just sitting at home, Absolutely creating these blog posts and <laughs> Oh, no, she's on the move. So let's talk about that. What are some of the cool things that you've been up to on the travel side? Yeah, let's, let's talk about travel first.
1: you know not to talk about travel. Ah! So travel. Okay, so, well, one of the things, back to my why, like one of the things that I, I want to do and including, well, owning my time, but. I want to be able to travel how I want to, when I want to, where I want to. Traveling to me is one of the Best experiences that you can have in a life. And I began traveling, like traveling, traveling in my adulthood when I moved to New York. And I just cannot get enough of it. I said, I don't care where I am in life, I will be taking a minimum of two vacations a year, a minimum, at a minimum of two vacations a year. And listen, I ain't stopped. So, no matter what it was, I did not stop. I've been taking my two minimum vacations. So, I mean, I travel a lot yep. for work, which mm-hmm. I don't count as, I mean, it's travel, but you know, it's work as you know, right. it's work, right. but just really taking the time to, uh, just visit places that are on your bucket list or that you haven't been to or, you know, my parents are African and so, and my, my father's Ghanaian, my mother's from Uganda I went to Uganda when I was like 6-7 years old and I remember not liking the experience, but once again I was 6-7 years old so I don't really count that, but to that point with Ghana, I had never been to Ghana so for me, it was really really, really important and as I grew older As I grew more into my spirituality, as I just became, you know, just more understanding of my culture and really embracing it, I need to make my way to Ghana. And so Mm -hmm. I was able, so that was the last vacation slash trip I went on. I did, funny enough, I had planned to go to Ghana and unknowingly, it was a year of return as well. So that was really, really awesome. Oh, oh, it was amazing because all of New York was in Ghana, and I was living for it. I love. <laughs> Every bit of it. Because speaking of alignment, I remember thinking like, yeah, I would love to, you know, create this travel movement and, you know, encourage more Black people to, you know, if you're going all the way to Thailand, then you can definitely pass through Africa, you know? So it was just so beautiful to be able to experience that with just so many different, just so many Black people. It was so beautiful. And also, you know, for me, this was homecoming. So being able to connect with my family. I, you know, made it a point to kind of just really take it all in. I really didn't create any content. I really just wanted to enjoy the country. I wanted to learn the country. I want to learn and visit, and, you know, learn my family and really, truly fall in love with Ghana. And I really, really did. So for me, I would say that twenty. 19 was definitely a year in which my cup wasn't full at all. It was, for the most part, was dehydrated to the point where it was dust settling at the bottom. And so, yes. So the ends of 2019 and going to Ghana really helped to fill up my cup. And, it definitely allowed me to bring in the new year just with my couple, I'm motivated, I'm ready to go. I just have resurgence of life that I was able to experience from traveling. And once again, when you have that excitement, so you're already planning the next trip. So that's what keeps you motivated too, just being able to plan that next trip and that next trip. So that to me Traveling and, you know, experiencing just a whole different, being out of my comfort zone is definitely part of just what keeps me motivated and keeps me going for my brand. So travel, I encourage everybody, even to like move away, just to get Mm. something, get out of your comfort zone because I've learned so much from traveling and living other places and, you know, being around different people, being around different dialects, being around food, just being able to take that and even, you know, being able to apply that to my own brand. So yeah, I'm big on traveling.
0: Yeah. And I think travel is definitely a way for people to just grow in their understanding of self, understanding of purpose. And just uh-huh. drive because sometimes, at least for me, I know that when I travel, I actually get that resurgence that you're talking about. Like I'm motivated to come back to whatever I may have left. And I'm like, uh-huh. All right, you know what, this may impact this person in this manner because of something I may have experienced, right? Mm-hmm. Or someone that I may have encountered that I'm like, wow, that was pretty dope. Definitely right. something that would have never happened if I had never left the city of New York. Right. So there's a lot of, I think, and I agree with you, personal and professional benefits to traveling. But I do think also, you know, this is something that a lot of people are understanding more and more about the importance of doing it. You know, like having, like you said, those two trips aside every year, like you set yourself up, you know, that whatever you do, you're going to ensure you have those two trips. And those Mm -hmm. are the things that I do think more people need to have goals, whatever the goal, it doesn't have to be necessarily travel, but they need to have things that are non-negotiable, right? So those are the things that whatever happens, it doesn't change for them. And it's something you give back to yourself. So I'm so happy you mentioned that because I do feel, you know, that, As people grow businesses, as they're trying to glow up in their careers, Uh they don't always remember to really take time to take care of themselves, to do something nice for themselves. Uh So I'm glad that you mentioned it. And then, you know, as we get ready to wrap up this episode, I'm just thinking about the fact that, you know, I started the episode asking the question, are we there yet? Wherever there may be for us. And it Uh sounds like, The answer really is no one's ever fully there, but everyone continues to just grow, right? Right. What? Everyone continues to just grow because if you're living, you should be growing and evolving. I like the word evolve better. I do too. Yeah, I like that word better. You know, if you're living, you should be evolving. And I do think that, you know, hearing your story and what you shared, you continue to evolve. So it may be something that was introduced to the public in 2018, but long before the public knew you were already in this state of metamorphosis where you were just growing and, oh, and yes. coming to life. And now here you are you're sharing your story with us and more people will know about you and more people will learn from you. So I want you to tell the Manifest audience where they can find you. And then I want you to drop one gem of motivation For those that are either considering starting a new business or if they're in a current role right now and they're just feeling a little stuck, just drop a gem on them.
1: Okay, so where you can find me, you can find me on Instagram at bylady, L-A-D-Y, Adelaide, A-D-E-L-A-I-D-E, and also same handle, you can find me on Twitter, cutting up with the rest of Black Twitter, um, on byladyadelaide. Also, my website, so byladyadelaide.com. So, all three by Lady Adelaide. And you can also hit me up on email, ladya at byladyadelaide.com. And uh, let's see, what am I going to leave the audience with? I will leave the audience with this. So, if you haven't read the book Untethered So by Michael Singer, it's a really good book. Like, Oprah will talk about this book all the time as one of her like favorite books, part of her book club. And on the chapter, Michael Singer talks about death. And he says that, this is one of my favorite lines that I literally, I love this line. He says, if death were to come to your door and knock and say, hey, it's time to go, what are you going to tell death? You might say something like, oh, no, it's not time. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. I haven't gone this place. I haven't talked to this person. I haven't done this. And death is going to say, well, I gave you last week. I gave you a year ago. I gave you two years ago. And what did you do with that time? And so you're going to be stuck because at the end of the day, death is right. He gave you all of this time. And what did you do with it? So my thing about it is that as long as you're alive, you will die. And I know that if you're anything like me, you want to live life and experience life and do whatever it is that you want to do. If you want to start that podcast, if you want to DJ, if you want to learn Arabic, do whatever it is that you want to do. Because when death comes, you want to literally say, I'm ready to go pick up your pocketbook and be gone so that's what I would encourage you guys to do so always know that as long as you're alive you will die and it sounds very like but it is the truth and it it is the truth and to literally experience life so that when it does happen you will be able to gracefully go and continue on to the next life. So that is my gems to drop. I hope everybody does one thing that they love and continue to put love and light and good energy out there. Oh, and also just be a good person. Be good. Be good. Put good energy out there. Be a good person. Have good character. And I promise you, it will come back to you in many different ways. So those are my gems.
0: I love it. Well, guys, the lady has Spoken, she (laughs) has dropped her gems and left us with something to really think about, you know, because like you said, only thing promised is death. So before we get to that stage, let us live our lives fully, let us live our lives kindly, and let us just truly use the time that we are given to do some pretty dope and amazing things and pay it forward for the generations ahead of us. So thank you, Miss Adelaide oh, Adelaide. thank you. <laughs> thank. Yeah, I have to, I have to check myself. You. She's not a miss, y'all. She's a lady. Okay. Oh, girl, <laughs> let them know. Let them know. So, uh-huh. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with Amanda Feasters and myself and we all appreciate you. And until next time, let's make a feast. Woo! Bye, y'all.